0: Artiste Dozier is an 18 year veteran owner of hair meets art salon and the owner of the art of hair agency. She's an educator at Paul Mitchell Tyson's and an educator for Brazilian blowout and leaf and flower. Welcome back to the Hairdresser Strong Show. I am back again with Artis, and I am excited to have a conversation where we hear about her perspective and insight on rising stylists as an educator at Paul Mitchell School. How are you doing today, Artis?
1: I'm doing good. How are you?
0: I'm so good. Thank you. Um, for just for people who didn't uh, hear your last episode, um, would you give us like a super high level like uh, of of your path and which all the stuff that you're doing today? Just a little quick awesome. update or, or recap. Yes, sorry. Just,
1: yes, just a quick update. I took um, cosmetology school in high school, and there, once I graduated, I worked for corporate salons for about ten years. I finally found the strength to venture out on my own. Um, got busy there went on ahead and opened my career to more pageantry and tv and television work and trying to find balance i found a way to create the agency where i can offer that opportunity to other hairstylists and makeup artists so we all can share in this global beauty industry and now i'm here speaking to you
0: awesome (laughs) And uh, and if you didn't, if you're listening or watching this uh, episode and you didn't see the previous episode, it's a great episode. You hear, hear all about how once she went out on her own and uh, started a pageantry, other opportunities to educate uh, also kind of came into her lap to create this very dynamic career path of traveling, doing hair behind a chair, teaching, etc. cetera. Uh, and also the agency booking other stylists and artists. For work, um, definitely go and check that out. Okay, so um, a question that comes up a lot from salon owners and hiring managers, including myself, because we are hiring. Um, what I hear a lot is that rise, talking to up and coming stylists is we don't really know how to what to make of it. That we get we get ghosted a lot. Um, at you know we do an interview never hear back from them. And when we say, Hey, would you like to come in for a second interview or we're having a conversation or they apply for the job, but then never respond. So there's ghosting is an issue. Uh, Also like, how do we appeal to these rising stylists? What are they looking for? Is, is, is a training, you know, how do we communicate with these stylists? I guess we could start off by telling us a little bit about what, what this, what these future professionals or rising stylists, these students of yours are. How do they, what, when they talk about working at a salon, what are they saying?
1: Um, Most of them, to be honest, are excited to work for themselves. And if they do work for a salon, they want to work for a concept salon that caters to, fantasy color or extensions or certain areas of the beauty industry they don't want to go to i've haven't heard a lot of them say they want to go to an overall beauty salon it wants to be like concept catered to what they specialize or what they want to specialize in or a lot of them want to do entrepreneurship and work for themselves
0: Okay. So, uh, about the, the con, this concepts, con- this concept salon thing, and also, uh, specializing, are you hearing, uh, like, a like what percentage would you say plan on or want to specialize?
1: I am hearing, honestly, it's a big number. At least 70% want to specialize in one area of hair or beauty.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. That's a big piece of information. How about what percentage of them want to just do their own thing on their own and not work for somebody else?
1: I would say at least 50% want to work on their own. Okay. Yeah. All
0: right. Cool. And then uh, those 50% who want to work for somebody else or at least start off working for somebody else, what is, what is their opinion about, um, Have they have they talked to you at all about salons or interviews or their opinions about the salons that they're seeing out there? Yes,
1: I've talked to a couple of them about some interviews they went on and um, I'm trying to find the correct word to say it because you probably come from the same school as me where you just go work hard and build what you had to do. You were an assistant, you were a stylist, you, you know, you did all that. So we're not in those times. Now people are very concerned about work family balance or work life balance. They want a, a calming atmosphere. They don't want aggression. So when I see people, I've had a student who worked for a lady and the lady was busy and she got a little fussy at the student while she was assisting her. And that was enough to say, no, like I'm done. And I'm like, girl, that happened to me. I can't even count on my hands. And I had to keep, keep going. So they want someone that's sensitive, a little more sensitive to like their feelings and more like mentorship instead of just um, leadership. They want, I see a lot of people want more mentorship at the salon to help them grow instead of like a boss or a owner just telling them do, 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 do
0: interesting okay that's that's very interesting so um so some like check in with them help them establish goals uh Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know regular meetings regular education and uh i wonder if if they get all that but during the day and they're working at a salon like i know the salon that we're at we don't have time for you to do just one thing at a time like You kind of got to be able to have somebody say, "Uh, I need you to apply this gloss for five minutes and then I'll check it and then wash, wash that client uh, when the timer goes off Uh, one shampoo and I'll check it before. So I just gave that person while they're shampooing, I've just gave them two different instructions for people while they're doing a shampoo. And um, do you think that, that type of environment is, is the type of environment that you're talking about? Or you're saying that it's more about the attitude uh, that they're getting?
1: I think it's a little bit of both. I think they want more of a better attitude and they want more of a, a focus on one thing. I really think your platform is a great platform for veteran hairstylists, to be honest, to come over here and tell our future hairstylists the truth that I didn't know what I wanted to specialize in until I tried everything and I worked with everybody and I tried every hair texture and I learned everything. I think they're seeing us now, they're seeing like, oh, I just want to have what you have now. Instead of seeing our, I was an assistant, I didn't have health insurance, I was saving my tips. I think we need to share that hard part with them because they want what we are experiencing now. And you probably did a shampoo, a color, took some highlights out, got a bottle of water all within 10 minutes. And I yeah. think they did not <laughs> think that we did that. I think right. that it's like a gap a missing of the gap. They just see us successful now talking about our story, but they don't, we haven't shared those little details that made us successful.
0: That's yeah, I totally agree. Um, yeah, I mean I think that we should probably uh make plans to have uh another have you on again and we should have that whole we should have that whole conversation as well. So there's a th- but that is a good insight for uh for any sort of hiring manager or salon owner or someone looking to hire an assistant even if you're um even if you're some employees in salons will hire their own assistant. Um right. So anybody looking to hire somebody who's younger Uh, I think this is, this is good information. Uh, Okay. So let's see what else. Um, So we got, they want to specialize. They want to, it sounds like, uh, it sounds like the space of the environment might need to be considered. I don't know. Do you think pace has anything to do with being turned off or on to a salon?
1: Yes, I've seen uh, with some of my
0: um, students
1: in any genre, the the pace, because I'm used to going fast, you know, come from a day where, you know, the more you do, the better in and out. We don't have all day. Um, They're okay with doing one or two clients a day. And that's okay as well. But in order to get to that place where you can do one or two clients a day and charge what you want to charge, you need to know how to do five. Like you just don't get to two. You have to do five or six, sometimes eight or nine, and then you'll be like, okay, so if I maximize this and I, you know, harness it on this skill, then I can get to two. But the pace is overwhelming for them too. I don't know if it's maybe an after COVID thing that we had time to quiet down and soul surge, and now everyone's just like, oh, I don't want to rush. I don't want to feel rushed, but pace is a big thing. They don't like to rush. They definitely don't want to rush it's like a haircut oh i'll take an hour i'm like an oh, hour girl we can get two or three we can get stuff going apply a color a haircut it's too fast-paced for them so i think we as veteran stylists like you said we need to show a medium somewhere i don't know how we do that
0: though yeah i and i also wonder because because these These, uh, Like if you're coming up and you're younger And you're experiencing the industry Before you're even in it by way of social media And you're seeing people's accomplishments More than you're seeing the work It takes to get Mm -hmm. the accomplishment uh, You're seeing the glory And not the grind Um, You might see little pieces of the grind But it's not what's primarily Out there Uh, So it, it might I can see how someone Coming up seeing the industry through a specific lens, they have a lot of information to uh, come up with their own opinion about what it's, it would be like to be a hairdresser before they've even set foot in a salon or really communicated with that many other hairdressers. So I could totally see how, like even without the COVID slowdown stuff, which I do think there is something there. I think you're hundred percent right. Like the COVID has really opened up everybody's eyes. I think well, a lot of people's eyes, mine, mm-hmm open up my eyes to just how hard I was working before. And I don't want to work the same way. I think I'm still going to work as many hours. I'm just going to use them differently. But, um, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, like I also think that there's something of a, of a, of a little bit of a, you know, impact that people have by their perspective and then once you get out into the world and you you're working and you realize that one or two clients a day aren't going to pay you the money you need to have the life that you want so I guess it'll be interesting to see what the amount what the what the percentage of students coming out of schools uh, over the last couple of years is that are still in the industry in another year or two if they're not able to make it on their own and or barely even get by or pay you know paying rent at a studio for a couple clients a day might not be doesn't working. add up. Yeah, yeah. yeah hmm. All right. Well, I think this is a, a great little like insight. Is there any last bit of information that you think is important for somebody that's interested in uh, communicating with or hiring one of these rising stylists uh, that we can have more experience, greater success?
1: Um, I would just recommend just be honest. If you do have a high pace salon, speak that so they're not overwhelmed. If you do have a salon where you just specialize in fantasy color or extensions, tell them here this is our image this is our brand so it gives them a free choice but also um I'm just hearing a lot about they're just overwhelmed in the work environment and I'm I try to explain that when you're busy you're not trying to be me you're just on autopilot I can do this in my sleep by now no I don't want you to tell me how they taught you how to do it on YouTube do it like this and let's go because I need to move on to the next (laughs) assignment So I guess we have to kind of slow our brakes a little bit and listen to them. And then we're trying to hire them as um, owners and things. But maybe we should be trying to have them hire us. Maybe we need to flip the script back on it. What are you looking for? What are you comfortable with? What can you offer instead of us always trying to give, give, give? And we're giving so much, but then it's overwhelming from the lot that we do give.
0: Mm, I'm going to try that on my next round of interviews. Thank you. Oh, good. I like You're that. Welcome. All right, cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on again and, uh, chatting with us a little about, give us uh, some insight into, uh, rising stylists, future professionals from your pr- point of view. I think it's very valuable. And, um, again, like I said, if, if you're listening or watching, please go back and watch her first uh, in her first interview with Artis because it's, uh, it's a very good one. And I think it's good for all levels of hairdressers, especially for those of you who are listening who want to make some sort of change or do more than one thing in the industry. I think it's super, super valuable. Um, so thank, thank you so much, Artis.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. I look forward to having you on again, and I will talk to you next time.
1: All right. Bye. Thank Um, you.
0: All right. Bye-bye.